I finally have a PlayStation 5. I'm Captain Dirk. And I'm Steph. And this be Super Arrogant Bros. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com No. Okay. Welcome to Super Egg and Bros, recorded on January 3rd, 2020. Hello, friends. Hello. It's me, Stev. Hello, my goodest friend, who is also into Warhammer 40k, like yeah. I am. Oh, hell yeah, you are. You're taking your first big steps, buddy. How do you feel? Oh, yes. Um, so, for Christmas, I end up getting a few small boxes of Warhammer 40k, but I also decided to get myself a big old box of some orcs. Some big old orc boys, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I've already made the majority of the figures that I've gotten so far, and I'm ready to make the rest of my orc figures and be able to start using them for combat. And do, look, man, I I dig both 40k and Age of of uh, Sigmar. And okay, let me ask you, how, what is the player base like so far with Age of Sigma? Uh, it's it's. Running pretty well. Of, of course, because it's a Games Workshop game, people will play it because it's a Games Workshop game. They make balanced armies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> those were words that came out of my mouth. But they make they make modeling kits, first and foremost. If it looks cool, they're going to want to make it. And, of course, just because they made it, they're going to have to put, put rules out for it. This turns into a whole... Oh man, why wouldn't you buy this $200 model and play it in tournaments? Like, you'd be a big dummy dum-dum for not doing that. To, I'm going to break this somehow. I don't know how, I don't know when, but all I know is that there is no carrying case that I can find on Amazon or eBay or wherever that will be able to carry this fucking model. Oh yeah, that's a problem. That is a very big problem because right now the big army update that's coming out for Age of Sigmar is Heat Knights of Slanesh. My boys and girls that are dressed that are dressed in scantily clad clothing and armor sometimes. Because let's face it, boot plates for them is just enough armor that they want. Yeah. They don't I mean they they probably need a lot more armor, but at the same time, it makes you look sexy though. It does, it does. Everyone knows the only way that you can win a battle is by looking sexy. Definitely not because you have crab claws. Okay, because the reason I have to ask you about this is because mm. the um, I, like there are armies in Age of Sigmar that I fucking dig. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Slaves to Darkness, I like, I want to play those real fucking bad. I'm oh, going yeah. to get the box and build those and, and, and build up the army as well. Yeah. I've got the Night Haunt, which fucking dope, man. And I, and I just... <laughs> I just got some extra figures for the Night Hot Army as well. Yeah. So when I was like years back, when I was first looking into getting into Warhammer, and I was I was going to Tempest, mm-hmm. and uh, Rich, being the helpful dude he was, uh, I, I asked him like, you know, what what would you recommend if I was looking into getting to into Warhammer? Because I was looking at specifically Warhammer Fantasy, because everything about it was was tripping my trigger super hard. Uh huh. But my honest boy told me that was honestly told me that there's just not a lot of people that are playing this game. Yeah. So I don't want you to buy a box of these things and and not be able to play them. Mm-hmm. And Rich is a good fucking dude. I really appreciate him yeah. for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because like yeah, I I would I would have wanted to be able to play those things anyway. Like the dwarves were cool, but if I can't play them. What am I doing? Yeah. So if as long as the the uh, community for Age of Sigmar is still strong enough to uh, to dive in and be able to get into some games with, I'll I'll go all in with it as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, 40k right now is going to be your most popular, you know, model game, your most popular war game that you that you're going to be able to play. Every single time that you talk about it, there will definitely be someone that has at least heard of it, has at least heard of a space marine, has at least heard of an orc or a demon. And it it for me, it kind of shows off how strong 40k is going into, you know, the new decade. 
coming out of the well coming out of the new decade but we're going deeper into the new decade and yep. it's not slowing down there's more people wanting to get into the game just because the models look cool and games workshop figured this out pretty fast that people they're still going to try and convert like they're 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 still going to try and make the models look like they're doing something else they're putting extra stuff on the models to make them look cool and, and to make them personalized but people really just want to put together models that someone has made that someone has designed that someone is putting out there and if it looks cool enough yeah people are going to buy it hardcore um god what's the name of it there's the D&D there's the D&D thing that they have right now the little spl- the little uh, splinter kits yeah, yeah. Where, where you just get one model for 5 bucks and it's already pre already pre-primed so you can just get straight down to painting it no no assembly required but people buy hero forge no well yeah it's hero forge too okay yeah it is hero forge i think but they're getting into it because the model looks cool not because it's not because they definitely need it i mean they probably do but at the same time it looks cool enough otherwise they'd be going into other places and 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 buying these models but right now I think I'm seeing more people buying 40k and Age of Sigmar more than the pre-built models because they want that freedom of choice. They yeah. want to have like do I want to put my superhuman guy with a bolt gun or do I want to give him a chainsaw and a bolt pistol so that way he can shoot people as he gets close to smashing them. And it's really it's it's nice to see people getting into the modeling hobby. Because that means that you're starting to broaden, you're, you're starting to broaden the circle. Like the circle is growing and it's beginning to encompass a lot of different uh, media, media, media outlets. How do I say it? It's getting into different pop, uh, pop culture stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. now they're coming out with a movie. Now they're coming out with a video game. I mean, they've come out with video games God knows how many times. But people are finding out more about 40K. Because of the video games, and because of the video games, they want to get into the modeling, or the books, or the RPGs. Like, Wrath and Glory, for me, best uh, best sci-fi RPG system out there. You just need D6s, and a model. Mm-hmm. Bing, ba, boom. And we've got uh, Orange Monkey 5 in the chat saying, D&D is the same, I've spent a lot of money on it, even made a sweet table for D&D. Hell yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean... That's going to come down to any hobby that requires you to, you know, have models and a table and all that sort of shit. Like, if you go to your local game store that has 40k models set up and you just watch, just, just, just watch them put up terrain, you'll notice that this boring flat piece of table of, of wood right now all of a sudden turns into like an alien landscape because people, people put time, money, and effort into building these terrain pieces, and all of a sudden you're in a war-torn world right now. And I think that's I think that's what's going to be happening here in 2021. Yeah. Now that, you know, we no longer have the COVIDs running around hardcore, now we're getting the little vaccine shots and all that shit, and so people are going to want to go out and they're going to want to, you know, interact with people with their new armies that they've been making. I'm gonna get the vaccine when I can. I I will probably get it second wave. Oh hell yeah! I'm essential apparently, so I got that going for me, I guess. Yeah. So let's get the show going though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to introduce ourselves here. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at my. I'm gonna look at right in the the camera. Okay. We, we, Stev and I, Dirk, are super arrogant bros, and and who are we? We make what is the best damn gaming podcast out there most other gaming podcasts suck shit suck shit absolutely including our bosses yes definitely <laughs> our bosses <laughs> hi maddox <laughs> maddox doesn't even do a gaming podcast i mean he i i see him play among us once <laughs> i want to play that with him again one day it's it's great when he does banana docs with it yeah. anyways anyways we <laughs> We make the best gaming podcast that is out there, okay? And we need your help. We want you to help us with building our empire, all right? 
we want you to share the show as far as, as you possibly can. Because what we do is a service. We do this every week so that we can talk about the shit that is worth your time. You, guy who is sitting there in front of his TV wanting to play on a PlayStation 5, but you've only got a PS4, you, you, you're you going to get yours soon. Every dog has his day. It'll happen for you, too. You, you can do it. Just, just give it some patience. It'll happen. But you, who wants to know what is out there, what is good, what is something that is worth your money and your time, which is the most important thing for you, your time. That's why we're here. You're here to take up your time because we make the right content for your time. But yes, um, share the show. We can we can uh, uh, have this broadcasted through not just Twitch every week at 9 o'clock p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash Bros, but on YouTube on the Arrogant Media channel. We have it on uh, madcastmedia.com, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio even. Uh, mm-hmm. We're on Google. We're on even uh, the Amazon Podcasts page as well yep which is pretty new yeah so follow us follow us on whichever platforms you want to but just follow us because the more followers we gain the more that we're able to do with this show and also hello weirdo 98 thank you for joining us and uh I, I look i know i'm a boomer on the inside you don't have to call me one yeah he like definitely that. looks like a zoomer on the outside <laughs> so without further ado then let's go ahead and get into the games of the week games of the week i'm gonna save mine for the topic of the week okay so you said you've got a few of them yeah i actually do so apparently steam knows exactly what i want and always recommends it to me and so whenever it gets on to, uh, when it, whenever they just decided to say, I want, I want to throw out a sale right now, well, it usually tears up my wallet a little bit hard. And uh, so I just decided to start looking onto the Steam page, looking at what it is, and noticed about five minutes into my uh, perusing of the Steam store, I've already spent about 10 bucks on three different video games. And, uh, oh, look at that. Oh, Mass Effect's on sale right now. Mass Effect 3. And, I mean, I can't pass that up. I love Mass Effect 3, definitely. So so I just, I bought Mass Effect 3. I bought, uh, fuck, what's the name of it? Uh, Why would you buy Mass Effect 3? And just for a nostalgia trip. Okay. Yeah, I had to. Citadel, the Citadel DLC was pretty good. I so. mean, do you feel nostalgic for the disappointment that was the ending? I mean, it's the journey, not the destination, guys. Fair enough. <laughs> it Fair sucks. Enough. But, I mean, the ending sucks, don't get me wrong, but I I had to. So it's downloading right now at home. Well, it's probably already super downloaded by now. It's only yeah. like a 10 gig file, so. um, Let's see here. The, I picked up a bunch of roguelike games, and roguelite is, is basically you pick up a bunch of these random items, yeah, you're playing through the game, it gets harder and harder and harder, and then you die, and then it's like, well, shit, I gotta start all over again. So you pick up a bunch of different randomized items, you die again, think that you're retarded, and then you just kind of sit back in your chair and just say to yourself, hmm, maybe I am. I should buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up a few different ones. Now, outside of my usual like RPG nonsense, I decided to pick up a game called Erasmus. So what Erasmus is, is that you are the necromancer Erasmus. What you are doing is that you're attempting to take over the mortal world once again, using your undead army in order to dab on the living. Like, just super hardcore. You start in the slave pits, you know, you, your crypt is in the slave pits right now, so you gotta murder the shit out of them. And along the time, I started getting Darkest Dungeon feelings, except I'm on the other side of Darkest Dungeon. You know, I am the guy causing the insanities. I am the guy causing people to get paranoid and try and murder their own people. You know, I am the bad guy this time around. Right. And so what? And so you have two different ways of winning each battle: either making them all run away, or making them commit the die. 
Okay? This comes from stabbing them to death until they die. I don't know if you know this, but usually stabbing people will kill them if you stab hard enough. Okay. Okay, you got me there? Because I'm, I'm assuming that the idea is to puncture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got ya. But you can also kill them another way, by causing them to have a heart attack out of sheer stress. Oh, okay. So, I love doing that. Because I find it <laughs> hilarious. You got yourself ready to say that. <laughs> I love making people go insane, mm-hmm. and they will do two things. Either run away from the actual undead horde, or suicide. Like, heart attack. Okay. Heart attack on a plate. You do this by recruiting minions. Each of these minions differs widely. All right? You got your death knight who is your big tank. He also commits the suck whenever he uh, whenever he gets low on health. So as his ultimate ability, he, he has a giant gaping hole in his chest and he wants to fill it up with your life. All right? I think I'm with you. Then there's the skeleton. His entire gimmick is that he's useless, but he's not. Because you know what he does? He has a shield. He's also a, he, he's also a quick talker. All right? All right. You know, he, he slaps you with those one-liners. Like, wow, I suck, but you suck even harder. You, you, okay, you know what? Here's the thing. You know the whole zombie craze that we got years ago that, that seemed like it never was going to end? Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck zombies. Skele- skeletons. Skeletons are my boys. Mm-hmm. That's where the shit's at for me. And I mean, th- th- uh, like, when it comes down to skeletons, think of Army of Darkness. Those skeletons. The angry duding. Yeah, the yeah. angry dudes. But on top of that, you also get a zombie that is giant, big, has an apron, also has a cannon. One of his abilities is more powder. He just keeps throwing in more powder, and it makes more damage. And then he puts it down. He caresses the cannon as he waits his turn. Like, don't worry, you, don't worry, buddy. You're gonna have your you're gonna have your time in the uh, time in time in the sunlight right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it comes to his turn, and he just lets it loose. He lets it rip. And it kills everything if you give enough buffs to him. And I mean, every one of these characters does something like that. Like it, they they'll all do damage, but that's not just their purpose. Their purpose is to make sure that other people can do their jobs too. Like, I have a ghoul lady right now. She is my favorite goyle. She eats people. She eats the enemy. She also eats you, in order to gain health back. And she also stops for a nice little lunch break because she knows how important breaks are. So she eats heroes and then eats their entrails out from her stomach to gain more health. You know? Okay. You gotta keep up your physique in these fights, you know? If you die, that's it. Like, just because you can bring it back doesn't mean that he's gonna bring you back. Mm-hmm. So you gotta make sure that you keep you keep yourself topped up. Then there's the uh, the mummy. The mummy is my favorite because everything that he does is literally a giant finger. Is, is, is He's literally double birding you right now. Okay. Every single right. time you hit him, he drains your luck away. Every time he hits you, he drains your insanity and your luck away. He also has a giant laser beam that drains your insanity and puts curses up on you. And they're permanent. I also literally have him with two different items that do AOE percentile damage to people's health and then sets them on fire. What's the point in hitting him? You don't. Don't hit the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the I mean every one of these every one of these like creatures that you can bring back from the grave, they're super fucking cool. They're super fun. I literally have a behemoth that kills himself in the middle of combat so that way he can get back up at full health every single time he suicides. And he blows up in people's faces. Like, I don't want to fight this boss right now. And he's very low health. And if he activates right now, it's death incarnate. The skelly boy. It's your time to shine. Okay, boss. Going in. I'm back. 
<laughs> Thank you, friend. I literally had a run where one of the where one of my skeletons just kind of just kind of put up a shield and just said, "All right, don't hit this," and they hit it. And he just kept calling him, "You're a stupid dumb boy. <laughs> You're stupid. I'm gonna keep doing it again. You're stupid. Ha 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 ha. Stupid. You can't kill me." Uh, and, and so, what's the name of this game again? It is called Erasmus. I think that's what it's called. And I think it's on sale right now. So if you want to pick it up, uh, by all means, go ahead and pick it up. How do you spell that? I R U R I R A. Yeah, there. Eras. Uh, yeah, Eratus. There you are. Yeah, that one right there. I'm gonna pull up here on the screen. Yeah. In it's it's a fun little game. Like I I I like how they did these things. It's super cool. It's super fun, and I give. I give whoever made this game kudos because you made a game that got me addicted for at least three nights. I stayed up until two. I was playing this game until six, and I stayed up until two. That is how addicting this is to me. <laughs> it definitely has a Darkest Dungeon kind of vibe to it. Yeah, and you are the bad guy. Every single time that you complete a run, I mean, every single time that you complete an objective, you get you get those goodies on your next run. So if you just happen to fuck up, one of your runs and you need to start over, go ahead and do it. The game literally lets you do that. Okay, what's the next game? The next game is going to be called Mastermind. Mastermind is again another game that has a villain protagonist. Your entire the entire thing that you're supposed to be doing is uh let me see here. Let me Oh god, please tell me I got I got the name right. Uh no. Damn it. Uh Fuck! I don't remember the name of the game right now, but all I know is that it's something. I'll, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll figure it out later. Probably. Oh, hey, I found something here. Fucking god! Damn. I found something. Yeah, Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash on sale, half off. Peach Beach Splash. Dude, I was so uncomfortable from that fucking game. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch didn't care at all. <laughs> oh, I didn't care at all either. <laughs> that game knew what it was about. <laughs> it, it, okay, it. It, it wanted to say it knew what it was about, but when when you when you shoot the girl's clothes off, it's power. You're it, asserting dominance. No, she no. is no longer pure. It, she looks at you like you hurt her. Yeah, because you did. You I, stripped away her dominance factor. Now she's a naked little girl. That's, that's all the girls are. That's yeah. that's all. That's all the no, the that is all are? the enemy is to you. You know why? Why? Because your girls are the ones that are supposed to be asserting dominance. Okay. Okay, I'll get, okay, I'll get the game. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But in any event... Next game. Okay. <laughs> uh, fuck, what's the other game that I was playing? Uh, I picked up Wasteland... I mean, I re-downloaded, bleh, re-downloaded Wasteland 3. And it still has my save. And I completely forgot that halfway through that I forgot to restock on ammo. So my boy has to bring out the two-handed concrete hammer and has to lay down the law. Every fight that we had to go to to get back to my truck so that way we can go back to our uh, to our base to uh, restock and resupply and reheal. He brings out the hammer. And he ended people's lives. It didn't matter what it was, it, like a loco crazy man that has a that has a fucking clown costume on. No, it was a dead man. It was a dead thing, no matter what it did. And I just, I can't believe I slept on Wasteland Three. I slept on it hard when it first came out, and it's just, it's super fun. It's it's an isometric RPG. Okay. You instead of like going out and recruiting characters that are already pre-generated, you can make a party of three and then bring two named NPCs with you. So you have no you party of four. So you have a six-man party, four uh, four characters that you created, two that come with you, and then one if you have a pet or a clone. Yeah, and it's it's set after a giant apocalypse war nuclear bullshit. 
I don't really remember what the storyline is. All I know is that a guy has a hammer and he is going in. Everyone looks like a nail when you have a hammer. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's really fun. Like it's tactical, it's strategic. Do you really want to go in and fight these guys? Do you want to go back and heal? Do you want to go and get some more ammo? Do you want a better gun? Do you want better armor? Do you want to go uh, do you want to go and fight something else so that way you can level up real quick? Oh cool, you found a bunch of uh you found a bunch of uh caravanners that are hiding illegals in their trucks. Not those sorts of illegals, but illegal legal slaves. Okay. Now they're going to pay you off or you can go in guns a blazing. If they pay you off, like, hey, cool, you have extra monies. But those are slaves and they also I mean, it's a moral thing and it's also a economic thing. You're taking money away from the regular populace because hey, people want to work and they want to make things. And all of a sudden you're saying that the people that slavery is legal and now they're going to take my job? That's no bueno. So of course I freed the slaves. I didn't realize that they had a uh, that they had a truck that has rocket launchers on it. Um, it was a mistake, but in the end we got there. No one died that much. All right. Only one guy has both legs lame. <laughs> it's fine. I can just fix it, <laughs> Mister Fixer. Uh, I also picked up Mass Effect Andromeda once more, and uh, did you I- learn anything? Eh, not exactly. It's still the same that I think it is. Okay. If you if you go into it thinking that it's just going to be a mass that it's going to be another Mass Effect game, you're not going to have fun with it. The writing is not as strong as Mass Effect Two is. I, I I'm always going to stick by my guns. Mass Effect Two will always be the superior game when it comes down to story, at least in my opinion. Sure, sure. But in the end, I I decided to throw away my 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 previous kind of thoughts about Andromeda of it just being a terrible Mass Effect game to might be a terrible Mass Effect game, but at least the game itself is, you know, fun. You have your biotics, you have your companions, they throw out some nice little one-liners every once in a while. And in the end, it's just, I'm here to shoot gun. I'm here to shoot gun really good. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know what exactly is going on right now because the story is really boring. But gun's fun. Multiplayer is fun. I always have fun on my Asari. She has a sword. Literally the only reason I play her because she has a sword and she teleports to people. She literally, nothing personal kids you. Oh, really? Yes. All right. And it's super fun. All right. Well, With that, then, let's go ahead and get into the gaming news. Mm. Gaming news. So, a story was brought to my attention yesterday Mm -hmm. regarding the faceplates of a PlayStation of the PlayStation Five, and let me pull it up here. Oh, here we go. Company selling black PS5 faceplates challenges Sony to, quote, try and sue us. What? Exactly. So I'm going to pull up the, the story here uh, so that uh, people who are watching this can uh, see the article as well. This is from uh, videogameschronicle.com. And uh, let me get myself a little comfortable while I get ready to read off this article. Uh, PlayStation is said to have previously threatened legal action over custom PS5 faceplates. Uh, Canadian peripheral film D-brand, sorry, firm D-Brand has announced it will soon be taking orders for its own range of black PS5 faceplates and dismissed suggestions Sony could stop it. So... We're going to really fuck around with Sony today, aren't we? You're playing a dangerous game, my boys. The company, which is mainly known for its phone cases, is allowing customers to sign up for notifications for when its Mate Black PS5 faceplates will become available. It says the plates will release sometime in 2021 and come in both standard and digital variants. Quote, we'll be entering mass production on PS5 faceplates by the, by the year's end, said the company, uh, sorry, the company wrote last week. 
Quote, however, we won't be accepting orders until we have stock at our Toronto HQ ready to ship. Dbrand's product follows uh, a high-profile case in which UK, uh, sorry, Dbrand's product launch follows a high-profile case in the UK which saw one company cancel its plans to create custom PS5 faceplates after Sony allegedly threatened legal action. Uh, CustomizeMyPlates.com was forced to change its original name of PlayStation 5 uh, and eventually pull its entire range of custom PS5 faceplates. PlateStation 5 is what it was called here. PlateStation 5. That's the thing. So my eyes like read it as PlayStation 5 because your brain is actually trying to make the, make the reading as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, plate station five. Poor K. I, <laughs> I understand. I understand why the name, but damn. Yeah. Asked by a Reddit user if it featured, sorry, if it feared similar legal action over its faceplates, Dbrand dismissed the notion, writing, quote, we encourage them to try. A caption on its Reddit post also reads, Sue us, Sony. Dbrand said it could later expand its range to offer other PlayStation 5 faceplate colors. But for now, it's focusing on Matte Black with a curated array of middle skins. Another peripheral firm, Game Armor, launched pre-orders for its own PS5 faceplates last month, which are available in Matte Black, red and blue with an introduct- sorry, introductory price of $35. Content creator Captain Alex, who launched Game Armor in December, explained why he doesn't expect his company to get on the wrong side of Sony. He wrote, Because our name isn't deceptively close to a trademarked one, because our product doesn't include trademarked logos, and because our armor is designed differently enough to not, to, to, uh, not infringe on design uh, patents Jeez. were able to sell safely. <laughs> so, <laughs> as revealed in an official PlayStation 5 teardown video, PS5 standard white shell—sorry, uh, white shell—snaps off, theoretically allowing the unofficial replicas to be easily inserted in its place. So, what do you make of this? You're playing a dangerous game. <laughs> playing a very dangerous game. By thinking that Sony is just going to take this lying down. They're not. Come at us, company that has more money than I will ever have. And a better legal team than we will ever acquire. I don't I don't know what they thought that was going to happen. I mean, look, you're not North Korea. You're not going to have any power over what Sony does. Yeah, no. <laughs> I say this in reference to uh, North Korea getting Sony to pull a movie. Yep. You're not North Korea. You ain't, you ain't going to get this done. No, you're not going to get this done. What do you got for news? So this one's kind of going to... This one's going to be kind of a two-parter. And I know what I've said before when it comes down to dra- like internet drama and all that sort of bullshit. But this one was too juicy to pass up. So from Dex, uh, Dexerto, I think I'm saying that right. His shroud explains why he'd kick XQC off from offline TV Rust server. So the offline TV server is heating up as Felix XQC. I'm not going to say his last name because I'm going to mess it up. And his crew have begun killing multiple other streamers. Michael Shroud, I'm not going to say his last name either, uh, has weighed in on XQC's actions, revealing that if he was the admin, he'd just kick them all immediately. Despite being Rust over seven years old, gameplay has a very big fan base. Uh, has a very large fan base. Only been boosted as soon as offline TV has uh, decided to, you know, pick up Rust again and run their own server. 50, uh, 50 streamers have joined. Some of them, bleh, the biggest names on Twitch, including Pokimane, XQC, Shroud, and Myth. What started off as a relatively peaceful server has now deteriorated into chaos. As groups have begun killing each other at the forefront of the violence are XQC and his team who have been taking down multiple streamers on the server. Well, Shroud, well, Shroud is low-key mad with the way that XQC is acting and has stated he would kick them from the server if he had the power. This is also the same guy that had 
that predicted correctly that XQC would cause the server to implode and people not want to play it anymore. Uh, on top of this, Pokimane has gotten sick and tired of all of the bullshit that, that has been happening on, on the Rust server, causing her to no longer want to play the game at all. Not just going to a different server and just playing it there, but not going to it at all. Um, another, prominent, uh, another prominent streamer that is on that server is Call Me Carson, another famous YouTuber slash streamer on Twitch, who is... He's, He's chaos incarnate. He does what he thinks is going to be the is going to be funny and raking the views, which I, it, he 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 does it in a lighthearted manner, as far as I can see. But it's just he doesn't take the game seriously because it's a game. It's there for people to you know enjoy and all that sort of stuff. Well, XQC took exception to that, and his fans took exception to that, immediately attempting to. I wouldn't call it DDoX, but raid his uh, raid his server. I mean, raid his Twitch chat, and it's exploded. It's imploding right now. People don't want to play on. Uh, people don't want to play on the server when XQC is on because he'll grief. There have been accusations of stream sniping. There have been accusations of death threats from XQC's fans, and I've already. I already don't like the guy as it is. He's the sweatiest tryhard in existence, in my opinion. He is... He is not a person I would want to play video games with. And it just keeps... It, 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 and, and it just keeps getting worse because the second article that I have is that he's received death threats over what he's been doing in Rust, so he apologizes. He says that, I'm sorry for my actions, I'm sorry for all that sort of stuff. Then he immediately gets back onto it after that stream. It's like people want to have fun. People want to have fun in video games. They want to fuck around with their friends. And all of a sudden, sweaty tryhard make idiot face. I don't want to swear that hard. But it's just, it's not fun to all of a sudden realize that if you get onto a server, you have a giant target on your back. Because one guy wants to just kill people just because they can. Right. Like fresh spawns, any sort of stuff like that. And it's just not fun for people. So they'll get off they'll get off the Rust server. They'll get off all that sort of stuff. And this has happened in the course of three days. And uh, Weirdo in the chat saying, oh my god, he is raiding bases on the OTV Rust server right now and doing an all-nighter. Yeah. And it's just... It's not fun for people. Like, I understand that it's a PvP-only thing, but at the same time, people are getting on there just to have fun, and if you're just killing fresh spawns for no fucking reason, it's not fun. And that's how people leave the game. That's how people stop wanting to play on that specific server. So, when Shroud all of a sudden says, like, he is... There's going to be bad times ahead for people because the PvP he could care less about. It's part of the game. But the fact that he's stream sniping people as soon as they get on so that way he can just keep killing them and killing them and killing them and does it for the lols, that's not fun for that player. That's not fun for their viewers. You're literally hemorrhaging viewers from them because they're not able to have fun on the game that they wanted to show to their viewers. Right. Right. And so that's why people are starting to get really pissed off at XQC. He's stream sniping because he does it for the views. Literally only for that. And he's causing people to not have fun in the game. Ah, that's garbage. It is. It's kinda so. it's 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 a garbage mindset in my opinion. I I've never liked the guy. Again, he's a sweaty tryhard. Yeah. Which is the worst kind. Yeah, the worst kind of tryhard. The worst. All right, then, with, with that, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the week. Mm -hmm. Topic of the week. So, as mentioned a couple weeks ago, I was able to order a PlayStation 5, and it has finally arrived. And uh, as the FedEx delivery guy came to my doorstep... I greeted him saying, fuck yeah, 
my sex doll came in. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I, 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 I unpackaged it like a bearded dragon digging through sand. It was great. It was a big old box, and I had to take this over to uh, GameStop and trade in my PlayStation 4 Pro. But I have been able to finally get some time in with this unit and bring in some first impressions. Let's get this out of the way. Is it worth the $500 tag on it? Yes. Ooh. I'm going to say yes. So long as Sony keeps having releases of games for this platform. Good, good, good. Now, here's something about the scalpers that I might have mentioned before in that the software sales are down because of how many units were purchased by scalpers. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's something that is going to be affecting the uh, the, the industry at the moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitchard, who uh, the... Uh, previous co-host of the show that you might remember uh he is he he contacted me today asking like hey how did you get your ps5 and i I told him look dude i stumbled into gamestop at just the right time that was it it was all that happened and the next thing i knew i had one ordered nice so it it was it was pure dumb stupid fucking luck if i did not have done that i wouldn't have one today that's it. Good. Now, um, what games do I currently have on this thing? I have Spider-Man Miles Morales. I have Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. And I have Demon's Souls. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. So, let's talk about the unit here. The unit is fucking huge. Yeah. I, 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 I saw it on your little shelf. That thing is huge. I have not seen a console that big since the very first Xbox console. Mm-hmm. That thing was a monster already. Mm-hmm. This, damn son, damn. But I don't mind. And uh, you're able to lay it on the side, or you lay it uh, vertically. It comes with a stand, and you have to use that stand whether you're using it vertically or on the on its side. Mm-hmm. Now. It has uh, mine has two controllers with it right now, and uh, the battery life for the controllers are okay so far. It's nowhere near as bad as what it was for the PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. The that battery life sucked, <laughs> but however, what might drain some of the battery life is going to be this new technology called haptic feedback. So, haptic feedback is uh, is. Rumble with a nuance to it. Previously, if you had a, if you you know you had your uh, Xbox or PS controllers, uh, the rumble you would just you'd feel a rumble all from the you know in general from the controller. But what haptic feedback does is it uh, it makes you feel vibration from only certain parts of the controller. So like if if something is happening on your um, right side of uh, of the point of view, you feel the rumble just from that part of the controller. And th- there's a difference between having it explained to you and having it uh, in your hands for the very first time. The very first time I felt this, I, I immediately thought to myself, this is incredible. This is the best controller I have ever used. And and I and I say this as a PC gamer, like that like that is something that um, I, I I can't I can't shake a stick at it here. It's as if vibration of the controller was in three D. That's really the best way I can describe this. the The graphics on this thing are also nothing to scoff at either. Now in Spider Man Miles Morales. You have uh, you originally had the performance mode, which means you were able to play at 60 frames per second. However, the the graphics maybe not have been uh, up to snuff with what you would have been expecting. Or you can uh, switch it to 30 frames per second, but you're in 4K with ray tracing. Now you have performance RT, so you have the performance mode 
with ray tracing so you have the best of both worlds and now i am able to see reflections like actual reflections of objects on windows on water it, it and like watching my own reflection on the the building as I'm scaling it, it's new. It's newer technology, and I want to see where this goes because this has a lot of potential to it. Uh, the Devil May Cry Five Special Edition is going to have this as well, but where the te- where the technology is really shining right now is in Demon Souls. So Demon Souls is a uh, is a complete remake of the original game. That came out in 2009, and uh, it's it's well worth it's well worth your attention and energy. So, combining everything that I talked about here, the uh, the the structure of the, of the buildings, the the color, the mugginess, everything felt much more earthy in this version of the game. And if you were to play this and, and see how lifelike things looked in this game, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. This game feels like if you, uh, if you woke up in the, in the morning of, um, of, a, of a foggy forest, that's what this is like. Um, the, the way the, the greens, the grays, the browns all play together while also having what feels like a lifelike fire uh the embers uh, that that glow in front of you it's it's something that um i i've never seen in fantasy gaming before good here's the thing about the haptic feedback though uh oh not no oh this is amazing to me so um haptic feedback gives you the nuance of your controller vibration the controller also has a speaker built into it I feel the metal clanging at what I'm hitting at. <laughs> and it, I'm not shitting you. I feel it. Like it, it's, I've never had that in a Soulsborne game and I want it even more now. Like it, it's such, maybe it's a small detail, but the way that that brings in immersion whether I'm using a mace, whether I'm using a, um, a sword, a halberd, doesn't matter the weapon. I, I actually feel that in my hands. And being able to, to see that in action, it's, it's just one little piece of something that makes it feel like I'm actually really entering into the next generation of, of what we've got for gaming. And so, uh, is it also... Um, Backwards compatible? Yes. Good. So I've got games that are on my that were from my PlayStation 4 library that I'm currently playing on the PS5. There may be some games that are here and there that uh, might not be able to do so, but for the most part, like it was able to replace my PS4. Done. And uh, Orange Monkey Five is saying it's it, it's a must. Uh, Switch did it did first ish, first ish. Not sure what he's saying here, but. Either way, though, um, I, I like being able to be able to have uh, Demon Souls and and play this, um, in what feels like was more of what the vision was supposed to be like, feels great. Uh, I actually did not really play through Demon Souls before, and so if you remember bonfires in Dark Souls one, two, and three, you don't have this. You have to go through an entire area without dying and kill the boss. If you die, you got to run from point A to point B all over again and get your shit. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's fucking great, man. Good. I, you know, it's being able to build a PC that is going to have ray tracing capabilities you're not going to be able to do that for 500 bucks right now. The time will come though, in a matter of maybe a couple of years where you're going to be able to do so. But if, uh, if you're looking for something new in the technology and, and you want to get into the new, new generation, go for it. But also 
I will also recommend what I did here, which was getting the extended warranty for my console. For the sake of peace of mind, I definitely did it. So that way, if anything happens to my PS5, I take it right back to the store and I get myself taken care of. I'm not out another 500 bucks. You have any questions about this thing, Stev? God, not really, because I have no idea when I'm going to be buying it. I know I'm going to be getting it. But at the same time, it's like every single time I look online, uh, well, I guess I'm not going to be able to fucking afford it. Yeah. I mean, well, every, I guess I'm not going to be able to get it right now. Yeah. It's sold out literally everywhere. Again, There's they say that there's going to be a giant restock happening this week, which I'm going to be paying attention to. If it turns out I can buy it in the store, then I'll buy it in the store. If not, then I guess I'll wait for the next restock. Yeah. Well, plus you can sell, you can trade in your PS4 for it too. Mm-hmm. So um, at least knock a couple, like knock one or 200 bucks off of it. Uh, Orange Monkey 5 says the haptic feedback, the Joy-Cons have that. Yes, that is right. That is right, actually. So uh, that is on the Switch. Now, um, I don't have a uh, an Xbox Series X or S. I may down the road. I'm in no rush to get one, especially because I've got my PC gaming and Microsoft has been beginning to embrace that much more now. Mm-hmm. So with that, that, uh, that really concludes the discussions that we have here. Is there anything you want to bring up before we uh, end the show? Oh, not really boss. Nothing, about, nothing, nothing special here that you want to bring up here. Uh, as far as I know, probably not. <laughs> Nothing about fall damage. Okay. That's right. Men, women, boys, girls, get to listening to Super Egg and Bros every week. Watch our Twitch streams at 9 o'clock p.m. Central. Twitch.tv slash Super Arrogant Bros. Go to madcastmedia.com to view any episode that we've put out. And currently, we have the Arrogant Media YouTube channel. You can watch the episodes that we've been uploading now. Get on it. Get listening. Follow and get people listening. How do I keep getting away with it, Stev? How do I keep getting away with it? I I give you these windows. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.